Alright, bro. Yuck. That was kind of nasty, though. I think I want to put a hat on. Alright. Well, we started the podcast. Elgin is going to introduce the podcast. Welcome back to Joe Central! Episode 13. That man going to put a hat on real quick. Uh, Hopefully, it looks like... It... Check, hey, check the bubble on the camera real quick. See if it's in between the two black lines. It's it's behind. It's on the stand under the under it on the back. What do you mean between the two black? Uh, the little bubble, you know, like go. It's like under the under the camera. You see what I'm saying? Like like a measuring. Okay, cool. It just it just look weird from where I'm sitting, dude. One day I'm gonna have a fucking uh. Somebody who does the video, bro. That would be dope. Bro, we're going to be that. <laughs> we're going to get that. Hey, bro, who wants to do it? We got anybody apps now. Yeah, for an intern. Good. You're going to get paid, too. I'm going to pay you, in, uh, pay you in gum. Okay. You can have sunflower seeds. And try it. We could pay you in knowledge, honestly. Right. You should. But if you hang around us, you're going to learn. Some. You should be happy to yeah. uh, be anywhere near us. You know what I'm saying? Doing big things, right? All you could do is learn. Right, you better be a sponge if you come around us. SpongeBob type shit. No Squidward shit. Yeah, because fucks, dude, I would hate to work with Squidward, son. Bro, I got so many people I know like Squidward, bro. I just want to stay away from them, bro. Stay away from the Squidwards, bro. But kind of stay away from the SpongeBob's and the Patrick's, too. You know who we should chill with? Mr. Krabs. Yeah, chill with the Mr. Krabs, bro. Because <laughs> they know he, what to do, all bro. All they think about is the money. Yeah, so all they care the about is getting to the bag and worrying about all that other stuff. Like, <laughs> straight man, business, bro. That man sold, he sold SpongeBob sold to the Flying Dutchman. This dude sold his 60, daughter. For 62 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hang around people like that, bro. Bro, if you could just sell your partner like that, Whoa. that's such a stupid investment, though. SpongeBob is the cook. Yes, bro. He gonna make way more than sixty-two cents for you, bro. You tripping? But the money was there, so yeah, he had yeah. to take it. And then Squidward was. But doing then he went and got him back, so it was like he really finessed them, bro. I get if he knew that he was gonna give him back. Right. I mean, you got. He had to know, know son. You got Mr. Krabs, bro. Yeah. He already got a bigger plan. Mr. Krabs the only one that could deal with SpongeBob, bro. Right. Because. <laughs> Nobody could really deal with SpongeBob, son. That Mr. Man Krabs is an OG. Man. He had to deal with school and SpongeBob on the same shift every day. Who hired them? <laughs> Him, he did. Dude, they hate each other and they're both annoying as Bruh, fuck. They had three people working in the whole store every day, son, going crazy. Dude, SpongeBob be throwing curry patties through the window. <laughs> Imagine how much they make on the son. table. They make guap. SpongeBob making a nickel a day. That's. If you could hire a line cook that could just throw the burgers onto the table from the kitchen and it, you don't need a server or nothing like that. <laughs> you just need somebody to stand there and take orders whether they happy or mad. Dude, I don't even think... Have you ever seen uh, Squidward take an order, though? Uh-uh. He'd just be Oh, yeah, I did. One of those old, he'd be mad. He'd be pissed the whole time. The people be like, what's going on with you? Yeah, you know them curry patties good, too. Cause but SpongeBob really be taking the order because he can overhear the person ordering it. Yeah, so he'll he just... just he just look over on the window while mean? they ordering, and then it's already made by the time they done. <laughs> Dude, that's why I always wanted to go to the Krusty Krab, bro. Service. Excellent service. Fucking, apparently them shits is crack. Right. I don't know. 
Because be Plankton like was trying to <laughs> finesse them for years. Bro, Still how, how do could it. you not just figure out what that shit is? Bro, come on, son. He was right next door, so you can't find out what they doing. You can't just order After one After 20 years, bro. Bro, you can't come up with some recipe that is just <laughs> similar, similar and probably just a little cheaper, you know? <laughs> Plankton was a bad businessman, bro. Plankton sucked. He was horrible, bro. Well, that was our SpongeBob breakdown. Thank you for listening to the podcast, episode 13. Um, see y'all later. Psych. We just getting started, man. So let me go ahead and just let y'all know, man. I think I think the camera over with, man. <laughs> I think. Let them know. Give me uh, give me your court your court uh testimony, bro. So, so I'm away to a family gathering in Marksville, Louisiana, for my uncle. Mm-hmm. All all the family coming down, you know, Fourth of July, no cookout, you know, spend the night, brunch the next morning. So I'm driving over like there from time. from Gonzalez. Would hate to see somebody getting away I'm, with that. I'm smack dab in the middle between Gonzalez and Marksville. It's about a two hour drive, so I'm hour into it. I'm at a red light, you know, chilling peacefully, about to make a left turn headed to uh, the highway to get to Marksville. Now the worst place you could get stopped. You could get in an accident. It's right it's, in it's the middle. perfectly in the middle. <laughs> I was exactly in the middle, the bro. destinations you were coming exactly and going in the to. Middle, bro. <laughs> like, it was destined. And then something told me before I leave to pack an overnight bag. I didn't plan on staying, but it was like, someone was like, bro, just pack a bag just in case you end up staying. So, I pack an overnight bag. Chilling at the red light, about to make the left turn. There's a, like, 2003 GMC Sierra in front of me. You know, we both just chill at the red light. All of a sudden, you knew it was a two thousand. All of a sudden, I see the reverse lights come on. <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa, what they about to do?" We in the middle still, of the street. Bro. I probably still wouldn't back up. I'd be I like, "Oh, like, they just changing they gears or whatever." And then she just hits the gas, bro, and just starts backing up. Boom, bro. And you know, like the little ball joint on the back of the car. I don't know what that is. It protected her truck, so she has zero damage at all. Like nothing, nothing's wrong with her truck. Are you serious? Yeah, like nothing's wrong with my with her truck. My, my shit is total. Dog, if I could show... I'm about to show the camera these pictures real quick. <laughs> Pardon me while I get up. Bro. Holy fuck. So the the back of the truck was unscathed. Dude, her truck has nothing wrong with it. Bro. The little joint <laughs> on the back was intact. Nothing didn't fall. The bumper didn't get hit. Didn't even get touched. You know what? I'm going to just put it on the video. But that's how I usually post. go, bro. Like, the person who don't deserve the damage get all the damage, bro. Dude, and then so what? What was the explanation? Like, what? first off, before... before oh, I ain't even telling the best don't, part don't tell the me. Don't tell me what she's going to tell the lawyers or whatever. Tell me what she said to you when y'all got out their damn car. She just... She couldn't really say nothing, bro, because I got out of the car. Because she was just sitting there. She was just still in the truck, just in the truck. I got out of the truck. I'm like... Man, what's what, what's going on? Like, how what you what you doing? She opened her door. She like, I can't I can't hear you. I'm, I can't hear you. And then she started doing sign language, bro. So I'm like, what's wrong with her? I'm like, oh, is she deaf? So this lady is deaf, bro. Driving. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to her. I'm like, man, I'm gonna just call the police. I was like, I'm gonna call nine one one. She was like, all right, yeah. She was like, let's pull over to the side or whatever. I'm like, all right, let's go ahead and go to the side. So we go to the side. I'm like, I ain't even gonna be mad. No mommy, just calm down, cause you know this. She an older woman. She does. Yeah. You feel me? I ain't even about to turn up like that, cause she yeah. can't even hit me anyway. So right, yeah, why, yeah. why would they even turn up? That's so, yeah. <laughs> so, we, so we call the police. 
Police get the. <laughs> it obviously looked like I done rear ended her, bro. So, like, I'm just like, damn, she deaf, so she can't really explain to them what happened. So, I gotta try to say what happened, and they're not gonna believe me because they're gonna be like, bro, like, that's what she I tried to tell me she went in reverse. Yeah. So, bro, she did seeing. the most gangster shit I ever seen, bro. She, as soon as the police walked up, she was like, hey, hey, I ain't back up. Now, we're not making fun of like, deaf people. No, no, no. I'm not making fun of her. This is this how it sounded. Like, before it's just, anybody. It's just facts. Yeah, you just like, got to do she it. She was like, I re- revert back him. I didn't see him. My fault. My fault. I was like, yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, okay, whatever. I was like, write that down. They my fault. I had to look up how to do thank you in sign language. And you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thank uh-huh. you. Mm. No, that's, that's some G shit. I was like, bro. So in the police report, it's people that can talk can't even say that. I shit called her insurance. They were like, "We gonna get you in a rental car. We gonna get all the handled. Boom. It, we already know it's her fault. Boom. Whoop the scoop. So you didn't really get like a good explanation on like what she was th- like. I, I want to know what she was thinking. I couldn't, bro, because she she couldn't really tell. She couldn't really tell me. Something. Like I wanted to hear the excuse. She would have had to like, type it out. Yeah. Man. Cause that's crazy. I guess I guess she dead ass just thought she was in drive. Right. Did the did the light just turn green or something? And no. it was time to go forward. It was still red. I think like she was a little bit over the white line, like slightly, but like she wasn't that far in front of it for her to be trying to go in reverse. Like she was probably like mm. right even with it. So she probably was like, I'm in the middle of the street, but she wasn't. What if she was just backing up? Um, she was trying and to she back didn't up. Think somebody was behind. Right. She was like, I didn't see him. She was like, I didn't see him. Oh. And she went full speed back. I'm like, but you should have just not even did it, like, because you wasn't even in the middle of the street. If your car in reverse and you're not on the gas, it still backs up, right? Does it automatically? Because I can't even think about what I do. You could tell, like, it was not moving, and all of a sudden it was just going back. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, to drive, you don't have to hit the gas, so I figured you could just coast back. Ease back, back, yeah. Because even if you would have eased back, it would have fucked my bumper up, but it wouldn't have messed, like, my hood. My hood was, like, up. To like the windshield, that shit was loud. Yeah, man. it hurt, bro. My whole car was like shaking. Like she was about to go through my shit. Were you like? Scared? I thought the gas, the glass was going to break in the windshield and like get on me. Cause, cause I ain't never been hit, hit that hard. Um, I've never hit anybody that hard. Um, is it scary? I mean, I wasn't really scared because I was just like. I, I was like I can't do nothing about this. Like I had to watch it all happen. Like did you I like, couldn't even swerve because I'm part. I'm like I'm stopped. And you, there's a car behind me. So, so you, it's like, you saw it coming and you just put I was just both like, hands down and just. I was just like, I was like, bro, I was like, I was about to say stop, but then I was just like, boom. I was kind of brace. I just kind of was just like, like, <laughs> like just let it let it happen. Just like, take this real quick. Yeah, like let's just see. And I was just like, all right, now what we do now? So uh, I, was just like, I guess I got to go talk to him. Dude, I feel like I would have been yelling and being like, ah, I would have been frantic. Like, I was just like, no. And then I was just like, <laughs> no. <"Boom." laughs> no. Yeah, I was like, no. I don't want that to happen, happen. bro. <laughs> I don't want that to happen right now. Like, just stop. <laughs> well, what is, no. <laughs> Please. That's what you really can't control now. You just, no. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, bro. It was low key funny, bro. I was like, bro, like what? <laughs> yeah, no, I was joked. I was joked when I came in. I was walking up in here, setting up the equipment and everything for the podcast. This man said, "Yeah, so uh, he's talking to the insurance girl, I guess." Yeah, so uh, okay, so what happened was, is I was parked behind this car, and 
just started going in reverse, uh, <laughs> and it hit me. I don't know how else to explain what happened. <laughs> That's when I looked at you. I was like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure." Yeah. <laughs> but she could have finessed it and like lied, and it, yeah, people would have believed her. Yeah, because in the um, yeah, I mean, and you kind of got a little bit of a of a uh, advantage there if you wanna if you wanna claim that because you're deaf. You know, they're not gonna right. be. Because the the less you can say, right, the better. The less you are capable of speaking, you know, when it comes to police, like mm-hmm. the less they can pin on you and say that you know this, this, that. So all all she has to say is, I uh, she didn't have to say nothing. Uh, I, I was can't still, talk. I didn't do anything. That's all she had to say. <laughs> and that would have been, I don't know. You probably would have caught that. I would have been dicked out. And that that's the shit, bro. Do people do that? Cause, because, like, there's got to be a better way of knowing how a wreck happens. You know, I think about it a lot of times. Like a camera, bro. I get, I get so freaked out over wrecks and shit like that because I know, like, mostly what I'm doing is right. And, like, if this were to happen right now, they would still have a case against me if they wanted to claim like it wasn't their fault and then probably we would settle on both of our insurances cover ourselves Mm -hmm. and nobody wants i don't want my fucking insurance to go up so there's so many things that could happen on the road where there's no way to tell who was in the wrong and who was in the right i think of that shit all the time that's why i just don't take no chances somebody's with you and there's a witness and there's a witness that would be the only thing yeah, but I'm not taking no shit from uh, somebody's passenger. I mean, if they were in a car with you, they're not going to I'm saying, like, if there was, like, text. somebody, like, else, like, that stage oh, like, and, like, yeah, this is what happened. Or somebody, like, on the road? Yeah, like, like on somebody. The if I see an accident, bro, I'm going to stop and wait for the police. And I'm going to tell them what really happened. So, if the person tried to lie. Unless I'm, like. If I, if I got time. That's what I'm saying. Unless, <laughs> unless I'm like busy. Well, usually, if I'm, if I'm in a car, I ain't got time. Bro. And if I'm walking down the street, I definitely ain't got time. Because what the right. fuck am I doing? I'm not just strolling around. I'm not eating. I ain't waiting for somebody to in the accident to be the middleman. <laughs> I'm not 75. Yeah, man, I saw it all happen. <laughs> she went this way. He went back. He was like, oh, man, hold up. No. And then she just kept going back right into him, man. Yeah, bro. They and probably he, wouldn't even dude, believe it. That one either. time, I was outside. Um. I was outside in the parking lot somewhere, and I witnessed a wreck, and I still didn't know what happened, cause I wasn't. <laughs> I don't. I. <laughs> I, I saw everything, and I have no idea what happened. Whoa. <laughs> Shit happened too fast. I know. That's what I'm saying. Shit happens. Boys, and I not, still ain't <laughs> no, and it was bad too. It was some. I can't even tell you what happened, but <laughs> it was that it was bad. This fucking regular. It was like somebody was making a U-turn or something and <laughs> hit somebody. Yeah, you can't be a introvert to the mediator. So. <laughs> somebody was doing something, and then, and then they was there, and then I heard it. It just made a loud noise. That's all I know. And then I looked at it, and it was there was both of them. Take a break, excuse me. Man. <laughs> Please take a step back. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with this. Nah, right. well, thank on, you. Go for home. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I'll, yeah, just write write nothing on the notebook. All right, yeah, okay. thank we you. Got thank it. you. We got it. <laughs> we got it. We won't need anything else. Yeah. But yeah, no, for real, because I'm not paying attention to the, every car on the fucking road. I'm right. just 
I'm just walking, and then boom, and then it done already happened. Right. <laughs> but so I was I just saw like, a wreck and I still ain't no way. <laughs> bro, you can't take witness testimony for shit in court you can't because take because I'll I'll let you know. If I'm a witness, look, trust me, if you got me on a stand witnessing anything, what I'm saying is false. All right? And <laughs> and not on purpose. There's I just some literally, little bit of false. I just literally have no idea what the fuck just happened because I'm not worried about what's going on like that. Please explain to me in what scenario the grocery store, uh, walking in and out the gym, maybe running or something like that. I'm not looking around at what everybody's doing. No, bro. <laughs> so if something happens, it would something would have already have to happen before I even pull out a camera, before I look at it myself, <laughs> before anything. So I'm already starting at like the middle of the story, if that. Exactly. So witness testimony is literally the biggest bullshit that you can ever have in court. Unless they really saw everything, like yeah. Unless they were with them. somebody and was like involved, really watching y'all. Like, yeah, and if you was weird, yeah, and if yeah. you watching and then you're sort of involved and you're sort of kind of an accomplice at kind that of, point. You're, yeah, you're kind of complicit, and you're and now, <laughs> now you might want to just run away because you don't want to be incriminated right. at all in this situation. Don't be a fucking, yeah, dude, kind of fuck, interest fuck, with, like fuck that. witness testimony. That shit is not real, and people still just say shit. Even even when they know, they still be lying. Man, That's fuck true. court. The court is horrible. Like, it's a bunch of people who have no idea what happened. <laughs> They're trying to make a decision <laughs> on somebody else's future. Like, But nobody I, in the room was there. I, what but, is the, the, but the person. <laughs> and both have way different stories. <laughs> Literally the opposite. Well, we don't have to go with his story. It sounds the most believable. So we, we we wasn't there, so we don't know. Bro, Ted Bundy was able to... Like, how many trials was he? did he have? Shit. If you can... It was like, like five or If Like, Ted Bundy, he should have just been... He should have never had a trial. Right. Should have never even had a trial. And they had to put up with him in trial for so long just because he was good at the shit. Mm -hmm. When you're good at court, it almost, like, takes away from the whole, like... Like, it's fucked up that somebody can afford a better lawyer than you. And therefore, what they did in real life (laughs) is is more true because their lawyer is more powerful. Like... Dude, if we want to talk about reform, we need to reform everything. Mm. Every fucking thing, dude. There is no way. There's no way to uh to really get to the bottom of anything. I guess you'd have to have like, you know, a full surveillance state or just everybody fend for themselves. That's how China is. They got, they got surveillance everywhere. But you don't you wouldn't want that, huh? I I wouldn't want that. Bro, they have surveillance for like, if you get caught jaywalking, the camera can do face ID on you, and just send you. And a they'll bill. they'll mark it on you. Yeah, they'll just mark it on your like your just personal credit. They have personal credit scores. Like you know, we yeah. have like financial credit scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a black. And when you walk episode. into a building, your credit score is known by like everybody who works in that building. So like, they'll know if you're a good person, bad person. Like, yeah, it's like they'll black, have all your information. It's like Black Mirror. Yeah, dude. All Black Mirror is is. China with white people as the actors. Mm-hmm. 
They're taking all their concepts and just bringing them to the U.S. Or yeah, bringing it to ours. Just China's been doing shit, and that. And they're pretty, they're pretty closed doors about everything that happens. They, they pretty much, uh, they don't give information. They're the gatekeepers of what goes in and out of their own internet, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That's not right. Like, we really think we know what's going on in the world, but a country like China, mm-hmm. they can not tell you what's going on in the streets of their own country. Right. Not like behind closed doors or underground, in the streets. Something happens in the streets on camera, and you know. don't find out about it because. Their government is so high tech. That's another big problem with our government. I don't know if I'm cool with, with um, like full surveillance and everything like that. I'm not. I'm not into all of that. But our government is so low tech. Yeah. Uh, to the point where like you know. I think it's like that on purpose though. I don't know. Like you know, to say on purpose is more of a. You'd say you'd kind of imply some intent, you know what I mean? Like a purpose. I think it's intended to not be high tech, just so we won't get to a point where we're in, where they're in too much control, or we feel like they're in too much control, or maybe they have some control that we aren't aware of. But also, there's just so much dirty, corrupt shit happening in the in every court right. system, in every police department, in every uh, uh, just governing body. There's so much corruption that allowing it to to raise the level of tech involved and in, in to progress, it would fucking incriminate so many people. Right. Because a lot of people... Expose them it would expose them. Yeah, it would expose the lawmaker that votes on the higher tech, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Because then they'll be able to be traced. And- mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that's why our government is just so... so uh, just decades behind, bro. Because, right. because decades ago, people started doing dirty shit. Because picture if they had China's high tech, you know, facilities and things, and Donald Trump election, all the stuff that was going on there, they could track all of that and yeah. really bring that to light easily if no, they had dude, all the stuff in place. And and that and that's a that's a big fucking problem though, because uh, like if you just give the government the power of technology, I think that's really where we. Um, where our the state of our country is right now is that the government has power because of the past because of what went on in the past and who became uh who got in power and who you know let their bloodline you know go into power as well and then they elect who they like they elect their friends they make sure everybody gets in <clears throat> and you know, we're witnessing, we've been in a process of like a cultural revolution for a very long time because of the power of the internet, because of the technology that we've developed. That's our power over our own government because we're able to connect to each other and not be suppressed by our local governments. Right. Um, and so I think if you gave the government the same fucking tech as the uh, as China... In other countries like that, that would be one less power that we have over the government. Yeah. It's, it, I it's don't kind of like a checks and balances thing. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what the solution to all that would be, but we got to, you know, we do well, have to be ready. The, nah, I was gonna say maybe if like the data that was being collected was like from like a third party that wasn't government or yeah, but then that's privately owned yeah, and that's, that's basic. That that's basically even, a corporation. Even worse, yeah. And then when you're privately owned and powerful, 
Right. People are still gonna message your phone in the government exactly. saying, "Hey, you know, if yeah. you want, if you want all of this, you're gonna give up. You're gonna make this trade they with me." You, yeah. So the third party that already happens. Yeah. So, I I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the craziest thing, and I think that's why like a lot no of people. Answer to that. I just, think that's why a lot of people are. As long as humans are in charge of it, it's really no answer because you can you can taint a human. Yeah. You can taint a computer too. You can hack it. So. Yeah, that's why really I just think. I just think the only solution is to create better systems right. because systems that humans have to abide by, right. you know, it, systems that don't allow for the Any the evil yeah. inside of a human to be able to be released onto anyone else, you know. It's fucking uh Dude, it's so sick. This the amount of shit, bro. Like the one I I really cringe. Like I really have a hard time moving on the next 10 minutes of my life whenever i get reminded about like the sex trafficking dungeons and all the shit like the epstein thing bro i tried to watch that documentary did you try to watch it nah i can't i got a couple um stuff like that the r kelly thing was at least kind of interesting and it pulled me in because it's like okay i'm a fan of this dude but epstein is just a fucking rich white guy not interesting to begin with the only interesting thing about him Two people is that he was doing the most evil shit I've ever heard of. You know, I'd rather just I'd rather see somebody's heads get chopped off, man. Because the dude, the shit that people's kids, bro, people's kids that just got stolen, don't know where the fuck they are. And you really Uh, don't be hearing nothing about it until it's like really deep into it, like yeah. And then and then the damage is done once you fucking hear about it. That's the biggest issue, like you know. You cover it up while it's happening, and then, and then once it's all done, and the person is in it's jail and dead, here, here's everything. Here, take it all. But everybody, you can't find the kids. You ain't gonna can't, find nobody. Can't do nothing about it. They Damage don't. is done. Damage is done. They already don't want to talk about it. Right. They already are fucking traumatized. And so I was watching that documentary. I watched the first episode, sick to my stomach. I was going to click to the next one, <clears throat> and I realized. I'm not enjoying this. What the? That's how I feel about horror movies and everything. Bro, I I gotta watch like what I take into my eyes and like the shit that I listen to, bro. Because that it can affect like your inner peace, bro. And let me stop you right For there. Real. You are not. You are not the only one. That's every person. Right. I don't think people have a conscious, and I don't mean nobody. I mean a lot of people do, but. You know, I don't think enough people make sure that they don't uh, point their eyes and ears at at bad shit like that. Right. I don't know. From always from a small kid, I've I've had like a real like philosophical issue with like horror movies since I was a kid. Uh, I mean, I didn't like hate people for watching them or or chastise people or look at them differently or whatever. I knew it was normal, so I didn't. I didn't think nothing of it. Right. It's not nothing illegal. It's not nothing that people say <clears throat> yeah. you shouldn't do. You, you can know? go to a movie. It's right. all. It's all. Uh, it's all pretend anyway. But I feel like people do it because like it feels good in the moment to watch stuff like that, bro. Like it's like it's like eating junk food or something like that. Like it feels good for that time that you're doing it, but then when you're done, you're like. Fuck, like, why did I eat all that? Like, I have why no, did I do all that? I have no sympathy for a person who 
watches murder documentaries and uh horror movies and just disgusting shit because because at the end of the day it's disgusting let's not play around with it it's fucking gross that you're sitting here listening to this well it's not gross that you're doing it it's gross that the shit you're watching is gross and you go to sleep that night and be like hey uh i'm scared Good job. You, you chose to click on that, that shit. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? And they know why. Oh, I watched this and this. Why? But then some people are like, I'm watching it because I want to be informed or I want to know what's really going on in the world. But stuff like that, like fear of missing out on information and things like that. But then, then do it. Then do it once a week. Because when you go to, when, like, if we're talking about uh, school and all you need to know all you really need to know is all learned within like five episodes of that shit you know what I mean you don't need to tune in every day you don't need to watch three episodes a day and I don't um, I don't really fault the companies for doing it like the companies that do do that shit because look man murder is happening at whatever rate it's happening every single day it's basically free content. You're just re- you're just reading information yeah. out to people. I'm, t- I'm basically talking about like murder podcasts. Yeah. The the shows take it up another level and show pictures and videos. Mm-hmm. Cool, but at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to watch what you consume. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if people you can't don't fault the person who's giving the information because he's not forcing they anyone just, to listen to him. He's just giving out information. Yeah, they just looking for a dollar. Right. Um, but uh, if you choose to watch that shit and it, and it like fucks with your psyche and it turns like who knows what it's doing to you? Right. I, I know as somebody who doesn't who doesn't tune into that shit. Whenever I watch it, I just have a bad rest of my day. Yeah, or like I get a strange feeling like in my gut, or like it'll just start feeling like I start feeling like a little weird. I don't know. I feel a little off. I don't know. Yeah, like it just I don't like to be reminded. I know humanity is sick. And I don't like to be reminded of how sick it is. You know, I don't, I think as far as, at least with our media and the amount of sick shit that is thrown on us every day because it's, you know, it grabs attention. I think what you need to do is go out and search for better, better forms of medium that doesn't, that kind of will probably raise your spirits higher. Like, you know, I don't know, dude. Like, fucking, like, metal music. It just, it's like, yeah. does that put you in a good mood? And if it does, it's like it's got to make you angry to some extent. Or make, not angry, but, like, just restless or something. And, and look, like I'll, I'll, apply, I'll apply that same, uh, that same shit to rap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think as I get older, the, uh know the aggression in me is kind of fading away i would feel like or at least i want it to like i consciously try to put, to take my aggression out of myself because uh, you know it was funner when i was a kid now i got like things that suffer <laughs> if i yeah i got a job and a, and a girlfriend and i want i need my bills to be paid all that aggression and just bad energy um it doesn't sit well with my lifestyle. Right. So I'd rather 
just choose away from it whenever I can, uh, you know, and then make sure that I get all of that out, like at the gym or something. Exactly. Like bringing that, taking that energy, that same energy, and putting it towards something positive. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and and that's what I mean, like the gym. Yeah. Like, you know, that aggression, that's pretty much the only place where aggression is it's positive. Or yeah. like take a boxing class or something. Like, Dude, something I wanna, that's. You I want to do that. Yeah. But then you really be hurting somebody. But I mean, it's all. I mean, but y'all are both in the yeah. ring and y'all both know what's going on. Y'all protected the gloves and shit. How do you feel about CTE? Did we CTE? talk about this before on a podcast? CTE, what's that? Uh, concussive. Um, Concussive tra- trauma, exactly. and then the E is something. See, it's just basically the uh, <clears throat> the chronic the chronic uh, disease of oh, someone like, like who, a boxer, like Muhammad Ali, like, yeah, a boxer yeah. or a uh, yeah or a football player. I mean, what do you I think like we should it's do? It's definitely real. I mean, it's something that we should definitely monitor and try to prevent in every athlete who is involved with like head on head collisions or like just anything that involved with them getting hit. Do you think boxing should be a thing of the past? I feel like boxing should exist. But I feel like the treatment back in the day when Muhammad Ali and them was fighting and now is so much better that you should you should have an age to where or an amount of fights. Because we, we could track the amount of punches that a fighter takes, right? We should track the amount of hits that they take to the head. And maybe once you get to a certain limit, you should get cut off for a while and like get tested for something mm-hmm. yeah. and as long as like they don't have anything that's you know alarming then you should be allowed to keep fighting that's the way that they feed their family bro so i don't yeah. want to say you can't fight you know yeah 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 um but i think also maybe what is more important is probably knowledge you know how many how many people get into football and get into boxing and get into martial arts and uh i don't know any other sort of fucking uh sport that makes you makes you hit your head a million times um how much do the players actually get briefed about this information do they even know they have to know how much do they know because because first off they probably don't know the details you're not gonna as the player you're not gonna feel the effects right because it's like a frog in boiling water mm-hmm. it's your and then plus you're not getting smarter over the years right. you know it's damaging you over the years so you you literally become less and less aware of your own psyche while it's taking this damage right. and you should definitely be way more aware i think maybe you know because we don't we don't do that for any occupation honestly like really discuss the dangers because then they wouldn't want to do it a lot of people wouldn't want to do it but that's good because you the people who sign up for that shit some people want to be martyrs some people don't give a fuck about their head some people don't give a fuck about their body or what they do with it and they have every right to do that did you hear that quote from that football player who he was like if i can't remember my grandkids name at the end of the game then i didn't play hard enough this was a football player I think he played a defensive line for like the Redskins or something like that. That sounds like a person that knows what is yeah, happening. he knows what's going on. He's and is okay care. with it. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. You have every right to live the life however you want to live it. But don't sell someone empty promises. Right. Don't sell someone on this lifestyle and then... 
fucking like uh, Aaron Hernandez take your hands off the situation when he goes crazy. Right. And say, oh, that's all him. I don't know what's going on. Nobody in the league or probably his even little league or his own father or anybody. I, I don't imagine that they don't that they tell this this uh, this fucking cash cow. They're not going to tell the cash cow. Hey, look what you're doing. You're not going to tell the cow. Hey, yo. Uh, yeah. Every time we take milk out of you, man, that takes a year off your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to tell that to the cow because he's not going to want to do it. Right. Uh, but if he does want to do it, so be it. But don't, you know, I, I just think it's sad when people don't know that their mind is, that they don't know that they're breaking down. I Ooh. think I think that they know now because, like, they had, like, a big initiative that they upgraded the helmets and all and, like, they briefed the players on, like, the things that were going on, like, the research that was done with the concussions and stuff. But I know, like, there was, like, a movie in 20, I think like, it's, 2013, 2014. I think it's slowly coming to light by way of force but the problem is is that the people in the organization the nfl would love to uh suppress that information right that's a problem if you want to like you know just the effort of suppressing information that is you know it's basically every other business has to do this every other business has to make sure that their uh their people are taken care of Make sure the employees are healthy. If they're, you know, you could sue a, a company for not telling you that there's there was a gas leak in the in the next room and you suffered whatever whatever because of it. Mm-hmm. It's their responsibility. Uh, who was it recently that said something about football is not a career? Do you remember? Did you hear about that? No. You didn't hear about it? Football. I'm about to Google it. Who said that? Somebody it was like big, somebody who didn't play? Big profile said football is not a career. Like one of the players or was it like just somebody outside of uh No, it was somebody uh is not a career. Football is not a yeah, I remember that. This might be it right here. Oh, um mm, shit. No, it was in twenty fourteen. I'm about to search. Somebody, something Edwards, something, uh, what's his name? Herm Edwards? But that wasn't the guy I heard about recently. Football. I think, uh, Kirk had commented on it. I think that's why football is not. How's it not a career, though? <laughs> not a career. Um. The biggest rivalry in my career. Is that his foot? Mm. Man, whatever. I don't know. Somebody big in the it was a it was fucking big news that this person said that. I think it was an old player. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess the only argument you can make to football not being a career, like, and we just talking semantics at this point. Like, I don't think you know. Maybe technically, football is not the career if you're only doing it to like. What is the average age of retirement in the career? I think they said three years for football players. Yeah, so I mean, it's not a career in not, that. Dude. But, but I mean, like, it can be. Just for example, it's like if if you're if you're a um, if you're a rapper for three years and then you're a, a executive A um, and R for the next thirty, your music is still your career. Hmm. 
So if you're a football player for like five years and then you go into a, like coaching or uh, something else, I, I guess that person was probably trying to say that the sport itself, like like on the oh, yeah. field, is not a career because yeah. I, I can see where you can make that argument because it's so short. You got general managers and owners. That's careers. Mm -hmm. like something you can do until you feel like retiring until you just don't you just can't work no more you had to be meaning like just the playing football is not a career yeah probably yeah cause football is definitely a career fucking ex Bill Belichick boy that boy said okay I don't want a career then I mean do you agree with that do you Um, agree with that statement depends on what they're talking about I mean words are words what they meant, what the person meant is probably more important than just saying I agree with the words or not. I mean, I would disagree because some people do play very long. And I mean, depends on what your definition of a career is. I think my definition of a career is probably just something longer term than the than the act of actually playing the sport. Uh but uh, I mean, if you're gonna be in football some way or another, then that's not then that's not true. Yeah, um, I don't know what they meant either. But if they meant is football playing being a football player is not a career. If that's what they meant, then I would have to low key agree with that. Yeah, kind of depends Just because it really does depend. Because how long was Brett Favre? How long Favre? can you play? Brett Favre. I mean, a quarterback can make it a career right. probably. A quarterback can Certain go into the forties. Like running back, that's not a career. You could Unless be, you, you could Adrian probably be Peterson. a sixty-year-old kicker, bro. Yeah, you could probably be sixty and be a kicker. Running back, you only gonna last like two years, most of them. Right. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, do they know what they're getting into? Do they know that their career is only gonna be three that. years? I, mean, I think they just like playing. Mm-hmm. People you know, don't talk. Like, a lot of people make money from it. Yeah, you don't really talk about it much. Right. And then you're just like. From the day you're born, I mean, if you're born, if your dad is like a fucking football player or mm-hmm. something like that, he's gonna be like, you're playing football. You're gonna play, and you're gonna make millions on millions. So why would you ever stop? Mm-hmm. You know, why would you do anything and you're else? not gonna, you're not, nobody's gonna sit there and explain to you why it's a bad idea, because you know, as an athlete, everybody. And the generation above you is placing bets on you. Exactly. Your dad, your fucking, your dad's friends, uh, your uncle. You know how many times when you were a kid, you go to a family function. Every man at the at the place is asking you what was the last home run you hit. Yeah. Uh, you know what what you're doing they on the on the field. The <laughs> they don't ask not much from you besides what you're doing in baseball. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that goes for every sport. Uh, when you find out you got an athlete in a family, everybody's kind of placing bets, especially in a um, in a in a family that don't come from much. Right. They all just like, oh, why would like that's almost blasphemy to tell a you know tell a poor family who could probably make millions off this kid like and tell him that he don't need to be doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, that's that'd be wrong. Yeah, if somebody told him that, that it would be like, what the fuck you? What are you but doing? But that'd be reality though, because uh, yeah. they just gonna keep going through that same cycle of not making it to where they thought they was gonna get. Yeah, that's why it's stuck tricky. in the same position. That's why that's just tricky, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think knowledge knowledge is power, though. And I think as a, as an adult, if you know what you're getting yourself into, you have every right to go fucking do it. As long as they know. But don't lie to somebody and pretend like it's not what it is. Anyway, you ready to talk about? Take a little break. 
All right, we're going to take a little break. Be right back. You won't even notice it. <laughs> yeah, that weak-ass movie. <laughs> and then his part was just like a regular as fuck. <laughs> he was just, anybody could have played that role. Uh, I do. He was just like, yeah. And he was like, see, now that's acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, I had two lines. Teachers really be having underlying issues, bro. Bro, you could, and then and then they don't even care who they hire, bro. You gonna teach somebody who had two lines in front of a camera to be your acting? That's kid. gonna be the acting teacher for a, a magnet school that you have to test to get in. Y'all figure out who I'm talking about. Y'all ready? Are we back on? Oh, we back on. We back on. Told y'all y'all wasn't gonna notice it. So. By the moving to the music segment of our podcast. Okay. So today, the topic is who had the hottest album or the hottest streak in the games thus far in the last year? Roddy Rich or La Baby? Are those the only two um, possible candidates for that category? Who else can actually debate? So from July 2019 to now. Who had the hottest streak in that within that year? I'm just making sure it's either Lil Baby or Roddy Rich. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. I, don't, I, think I can't think is. of nobody else. You know, in no shade, I would say Meg the Stallion, but I don't think people are really listening to the whole album. Yeah, I don't think guys are really into it. Meg Meg the Stallion has the hottest songs in the world right yeah. now, and let's not get that fucked up. But it's like five of them. <clears throat> right. Let's let's you know when we talk about rap, we're gonna be talking about people who were listening to the whole albums of. Right. Looking just because you listen to the whole album does not mean that a lot of people are. You know what I mean. Anyway, Lil Baby versus Roddy Rich. Um. Who had the hottest year? Who had the hottest streak of time where like you feel like their peak really. I feel like the baby, like the baby, is still peaking. So I feel like he's, he's hitting his peak. I feel like. in, for know. the for this year at least. But I think, I think time's up. I think he's he's at he's at his peak, mm-hmm. and he he will have a lot of longevity. But I do not think that little baby's peak, at least in this past year, he can in twenty twenty two he might do some wild shit. But 2019 to 2020 in July, I'm going to say Roddy Rich, bro. Dang. With one song, bro. With, with just one fucking song. Is it that song that go? Hate that song, bro. How that be hard, son? Dude, the box got so fucking annoying, bro. You don't work in a, in a restaurant that plays the music off the radio. You don't. Every song that plays on the radio, I hate because they play it at my job and I got to hear it every day. Play. And everybody sings it together oh in the kitchen. Gosh. It's lame as fuck. With their mask on, I hope. Well, this was before Corona. Oh. The good old days. <laughs> He's back in the old days. Back in the good old days when we could Live. open our mouths. <laughs> what I wear. Breathe. <laughs> but. But nah, man. I. I I gotta give it to Lil Baby, bro. Bro, just the the impact he been having, bro. Cause like the lyrics that he be spitting be on some like grown man. Like it's Lil he, Baby he on a back. different tip. 
Like, well, baby took me back, and we didn't talk about bigger than life. Yeah, we didn't talk about that on the last podcast, and I fucking on cold. the way home, I was like, "Fuck!" But he was spitting some facts on it, right? How do you like? How do you how do you make a song that socially relevant and and, and it's say a <laughs> and say so much facts and it would be hard? <laughs> and it, it's not even in a um his in a preachy way. It's just in a flowing like. But Smooth but even even when like like say J Cole for example when right. he makes a very socially conscious song, you know it's, it's conscious. like you know yeah it sounds conscious <laughs> you know it's right? conscious. But the baby was like whoa is this like a, a dance song is this a turn up yeah, song or you almost a, feel bad for dancing yeah. about it. <laughs> but it's like yeah because he's like yeah, we might as well start here killing <laughs> <laughs> us in the streets for no reason God is the only man I fear but yeah yeah She's like oh. And and the message is great, and I think I think that's very important. And I'm all for conscious, however you want to do it. But, if you but do I think like the that. shit. <laughs> if you can make an earworm, if you can make a good earworm song that'll just play in your head because right. it's it's socially conscious, socially relevant, and it's relevant to the times of the music that right. we're dealing that we in right now. This song is like able. We can look back on it 20 years from now and then like use it as a as a uh, as a marker for where we were in mm. our country at the time yep you can't even s- say that about most politicians right and what they're speaking of right now you know i really think the the future is in the, is in the children i'm gonna say that yep. to the day that i die and the most the most um the easiest the, the, string I, to the children is music. I think children are the most honest people, though. And I'm not. I'm not calling little baby a child, but the younger generation. You become more of a bullshitter as you grow older. If if you don't take if the necessary precautions, yeah. if you don't take care of your mental the right way and stay and stay, uh, you know, keep your vision right and, and keep to stay keep true intact. To who you the, are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And who you are is most of the time whoever you were at the age of like 10. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh you know, you develop and you develop yourself in in a way that works in the world, but the children have the truth. The kids, they know what's going on. They, you know, you know that a 3-year-old just says what the fuck you say hey to a three-year-old, he tells you, you your whole outfit is ugly or whatever. Just because that's just what it is. There's no ulterior motives. I think that's what that, that song, Bigger Than Life, seemed like it had no ulterior motive other than just let, this is how I feel. There was nothing, there was nothing racist it in it. Forced. It was yeah, just... It didn't seem like it, it, like he wasn't, and I think mostly because he didn't agree with a side at all. No. <laughs> he sort of just he said exactly how he felt and it seemed like if you if you have a problem with that sort of song, there's something in there that you're denying because that's all the truth. He was just spitting fact. Everything was just factual. Mm-hmm. There was nothing opinionated and in the song. I think I think that's where people need to just stand, okay? I'm I'm sick of all the political uh, motive. Uh, people trying to make shit happen because of what they're saying. You could tell people are speaking because they want something out of. They want an outcome. Mm-hmm. People are saying certain things that they know is gonna come 
that's going to create some outcome that's going to better them. I don't see anything he said in that song bettering him as a person. I don't see any anything in that song benefiting him as a person or fulfilling any sort of agenda. And hats off. I respect that like completely. We don't do enough of that. I feel like and that's it, the only reason why I feel like he is the hottest right now because that's people are he's thirsty like for really that the shit. only person who can Put those words together in that kind of way to where anybody can listen to it and think that mm-hmm. it's a good song or a great song. Because like, mm-hmm. I can't see Roddy Rich making a song like that. I can't really see anybody right now in the game making a song that would bop like that and it be like socially conscious, bro. Yeah, that song is really an anomaly, son. I wonder how that shit came about. Like, and it, and it makes me wonder why, why more things ain't like that. Because it, it clearly doesn't seem very hard. Bro, no. I'm saying, bro. I mean, I'm I'm not. I ain't been rapping so for easy. years. But, like, bro, making a song conscious and a bop is hard, bro. <laughs> but, but it looks easy when like, it comes to that Look at Kendrick. One. Like, even when Kendrick is one of the greatest rappers, lyricists of all but time. We, and it's hard for him to make conscious music that's always hard, been, that sound good and make people feel good. Like, him and J. Cole right. have always had that had that sort of... Like when they get conscious, people start to tune out. Right. Um, and it's usually because, and I don't know why you have to. I, I think humble was a great example. Humble Middle was a child was a good example too. Middle child about. Yeah, I think I think as a culture we're learning how to make yeah. songs that are not like that. But I mean, back in the day, like let's take for to Pippa Butterfly. It was flooded with a lot of songs that were just more. Um, thematic mm-hmm. they had a theme to them and it was more like a movie and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a very um it didn't follow the trends of the music and i res- i respect that in a way but if we're gonna if we want the message to get out right. you kind of have to give it a little bit of little nowadays it, yeah. you know what i mean make it make it pop make it fun yeah make it fun because you can and i think yeah. we're proving to ourselves that we fucking can mm-hmm. like um Swimming pools was one too, right. but it was masked. That was the thing. Swimming pools was masked as a drinking right. song. It was so hard to really, you know, dissect the message. I think swimming pools is a good example right. of this because swimming pools, when people listen to it, they think it's a drinking song. Right. They think it's a song about you know everybody drinks when he says drink. Like it's it's like a big thing people right. do, and but the song is about alcoholism the right. song is about you know being taken and we don't really listen to the words and we kind of just sit on the hook and everything like that so a, a song against drinking turned into a drinking song because he kind of had to he had you to could tell what he did in a way to where people would like it and yeah. listen to it. it was a it was a song about alcoholism if you decided to look into it right. but the thing about bigger than life you ain't it's gotta decide surface. to look into shit. He says, "Cops killing us for no reason." <laughs> <laughs> what? What else could you? You ain't gotta look that up. <laughs> you ain't gotta go and rap genius. You ain't gotta do none of that. Tried and tried again. I even told him, "Please." Yeah, I it's like it. instead of sneaking it to to the people, they he actually was like, mm-hmm. "All right, this yeah. is this is what's going on. This is how it feels." Just give us it. the bop. Just let me let me rock. It's gonna sound good. <laughs> I'll listen I listen to it in the gym every day. Right. It don't got nothing to do with lifting weights or nothing, but the song is hard. The beat hard. The and then, <laughs> everything hard. And then the lyrics, I think that's very underrated too. Even if you're not really paying attention to the lyrics, 
they'll stick in your head if you listen to it enough. Right. And if the lyrics are important, that's that's a great thing to do. So who who had the biggest hit? Roddy Rich, bro. The box is the biggest hit of 2020. Still so far. I would still put it above. It, it definitely goes above anything Lil Baby came out with. None, none of I his feel like songs. Lil Baby had more solid tracks. Yeah. More solid mm-hmm. tracks. But as far as like, Roddy Rich probably had like two songs that really like went up like Ballin'. The song that DJ Mustard uh, put on his little album. Mm. Mm. Everybody loved that song. They high still Fashion play that. was pretty big. High Fashion is still big. But High Fashion sits or at a back seat. She wants some ning. She wants some Gucci. A yeah. lot of those songs sit at the same level of Lil Baby's biggest songs. Right. He just, Lil Baby has more of them and he also doesn't have the box. Right. And, you know, that's why I would just say, like, you know, for that moment, we talk about. You know, the first half of 2020, Lil Baby solidified that. I mean, Roddy Rich solidified that. That's, we're going to look back. I think in hindsight, we're going to look back at, the at, at you know, because you, you, like, when you look back at a certain, like, ha- like six-month period or something like that, you want, like, a bunch of songs don't come up in your head. You usually just think of one song. Mm. So in hindsight, I think we're all going to look at, Roddy Rich, and we're gonna look at the box and be like, "Oh yeah, that was the song was, of the that year." That was banging. <laughs> that yeah. was the song we were listening to, even though we were listening to a million different songs. That was the song everybody knew at the time. That's the one everybody grandma I'm was singing. Thinking, like, what song would be like that off Baby album? And like, I feel like it would have to be that that we paid that we paid. Um, I st- I think I think that's more of a. But like, it wasn't that big, but it was hard. Yeah, I think I think that's I'm more of a. What, what would be the the song off of that? Oh fucking um. Probably uh something to, something to prove or. Oh yeah, something or, to prove. Uh, something to lose. Yeah, that'd be hard too. Uh shit. Um, wait, no. One of these is the one, bro. Whoa. That one was cool. Which one is? What's the biggest song on here? None of them have a star. Look, we paid is the <laughs> is the number one that come up top songs. Yeah, for now. Let me see. That's the only song off this album that's in his top. Are you five. serious? Yeah. That's such a. Oh yes, indeed. Yeah, man. I think a lot of babies hits yeah, we come paid from twenty eighteen. A lot of babies hits come from twenty eighteen though. Pure cocaine, yeah. close friends. Twenty eighteen was his. Twenty eighteen. If we were talking about twenty eighteen, we probably give shit. it. We probably yeah. give it to him. Cause he was uh, really running that year. Him and Gunner. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that album's gonna last longer though. Oh yeah, we've got a lot of solid tracks. Like just solid. You tracks. could listen to the whole album. Look, mm. people don't think people don't put give enough credit to an album that you could turn on and not have to turn off. Sorry. You could have some. I ain't eating that much. I'm like, bro, you tripping? Go ahead. But um. Yeah, bro. I'm trying to figure out if Gunna gonna turn up. I mean, this last album Gunna, Gunna put out was fire, but I don't think he got no banging. He don't got. He don't be putting out like no nothing that's gonna be like number one. You know, Gunna don't sound like he trying to. Do he just that. be. He don't need to. He just smooth. Like he's so. 
I think I think he could sit. His music's so smooth. He can bro. he can do exactly what he's doing, and he'll last <laughs> he a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I think he's playing his smart. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's playing his smart. A lot of these kids are. <laughs> a lot of these kids are. I think I think Roddy Rich got a great album coming up. Yeah. Whatever the next one is. It's gonna be great because he can make I that. Think, he can make that same song over and over again. People gonna listen to it. Do you so. think we're moving out of the era of come and go ass artists? No, I, they still be having them come and go people. That might make like that one hit, like Lil Mosey, that little Blueberry Fago song, whatever. Blueberry Fago. I don't know what that is. Never heard that. Mm-hmm. That been hard, but I don't think he's gonna be around for long. Hmm. Cause I really did think. But like this I, could I be thought, like a little one hit would be banging. I really underestimated like I think I underestimated Gunna Baby and Roddy Rich. Like <laughs> yeah. the the first time I hear a new like I don't I'm just I guess I'm just conditioned. The first time I hear a hit from a from a fucking rap artist I imagine that they're gonna they're gonna be here today and they're gonna be gone tomorrow, um, and I think it's just the way that it's been this whole time. Or the I don't I don't know like. But I but, feel like you can tell when it's different because like Roddy's sound was different than all the artists that were out right now. So it was like he got a chance to really start something new. Like Gunna sounded he started the whole like drip thing, the whole smooth flow like you know melodies and shit. And then little baby was just like. A real ass nigga on the track, like really coming with some bars, like like he was like raw with it, like the way he used to deliver his. You know, what, nobody what else was really like me, that. What caught me was his flow, honestly. Right, like his flow was so raw and just like vicious, like it was low key, like I don't know, it's like it was cutting. Like, I, I know, know, I know what you mean. Like every, every time, every time he would, like I love when Baby is on a um. Is on like the second or third verse. Mm-hmm. That's the best shit because the song would be good, and then and then Baby can just match any flow and mm-hmm. turn it up. He can do that every time. He does it with, he's he's done it alongside Future, done it alongside Drake. He just uh, add that energy, that mm-hmm. energy to the track. I don't know. And and it helps and it helps when you really like when a when a rapper is like speaking the way he speaks and and uh. Like the same way Gunna do on all his features, bro. Cause like Gunna like can make like a, a song that like might be like too much and then like smooth it out. Like he can he could change only certain artists can like change the mood of Gunna, his whole song. Like, Gunna on uh She Bumped Her Head. You know that song? Yeah. That is one of the best verses I ever fucking heard, bro. bro. Smooth. And I'm not even the biggest fan of that song. The song is kinda goofy to me. But yeah. Cause it was kind of, I felt like Chris Brown shouldn't even made that song in the first place. Cause he said, cause Chris Brown is on this track saying, my little shorty done bumped her head, and I steady be hitting her, and I just feel like that's not something Chris Brown should be saying. After what uh, he been through. <laughs> After all he been through. Exactly. Uh, oh, whipping her. My bad. Steady be hitting her. <laughs> I still be hitting <laughs> No, I hope he ain't said that shit. He'd be in big trouble, boy. It was all his endorsements. Bro, you you can't cancel Chris Brown. They tried to cancel him before cancel culture and it didn't work. Ooh. Son, 
So Thug really Thug is a pioneer, bro. He created the baby and Gunner. Those are his children. Oh, and we're not gonna forget that. But people be trying to be like like I saw like a little Twitter post, they was like people could suck one of them head. gotta go and it was like Thug. Gunner and little baby, bro. If you pick and Thug, like, then the other every, two gone. And people, gone. people kept saying Thug. Like some people were saying Thug, and like they had like a few people was like, "Bro, these are Thug's children. So without him, <laughs> we wouldn't have wouldn't anybody." Even exist. <laughs> like, you don't really realize, like, and that's why you got to give credit where credit is due. Right? They respect Thug so much, bro. Like niggas in the game respect Thug so much. Oh yeah, dude. Why? Um. Thug has cosigns from everybody. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck what somebody tells me if my rapper, if my favorite rapper is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Right. Get the fuck out of my face, bro. Your opinion is shit. Show me shit. Because if your favorite rapper is whoever, if they're in the music industry right now, they know what's up with Thug. Yeah. And they know... You What's can go. Really going on? Hey, look! Don't talk to me about Thug. Go talk to your favorite rapper about Thug. He'll right. let you know. He'll let you know what's going on with Thug. He'll be like, "Wait, bro!" Like Yadi said in an interview, he gave his album to Young Thug and let him critique the whole thing. And then he was supposed to release last October. He released it like 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 two months ago, like a month ago, mm-hmm. bro. Because Thug like dissected his shit, like told him exactly what he needed to get engineered, like what he needed to put in it. And, and bro, yeah. his his album is fire, and Thug only had one song. I on was it. just about to say, that. <laughs> Thug don't ask for nothing, okay? Man, all we do is ride dick like, on his like slime ain't said it was ready yet. Slime, slime said it ain't ready yet. Bro, slime, son, that's like that's like King, right? Boy, King slime. He put niggas in the he put niggas on, bro. Oh, he put nothing. he put Uzi on. They don't ask for nothing. Either. On the Big Rex, Slime Season 2. People I remember. I remember in. What was it? I think it was before. Before um uh, Jeffrey dropped. People was doubting Thug. I think, I think before, like early 2016, after the Slime Seasons weren't coming through and he was having a bunch of label trouble. Remember the High Tunes album that was supposed to drop? Mm hmm. Um, there was supposed to be a new a new barter or something like that. All, all of that, there was a bunch of label issues going on, and just me theorizing what it could have been. I think he was really trying to not. He, he I don't think he wanted to just be like the next fucking. I think his label was trying to push him to being this superstar because he's clearly a superstar. No. If you take Th- Young Thug, just listen to one interview, just look at, just look at him walking down the street. I mean, he's a fucking like he's got. He just got that. He's got that, that rock swagger, star. Like, he's got that rock star sweat. He don't give a fuck. Yourself, like, yeah, he don't give a fuck what he's wearing. All he give a fuck about is the music and what happens after him. And I think that was big a, a big part of his uh, his disputes was just that they wanted him to be. They wanted him to just be like. Just be an artist, like just stay within your little, you know. Yeah, because well, because <laughs> that's gonna shoot him to the top, right. and everybody, all of his business associates, yeah. Lyra Cohen, and everybody gets paid. Mm-hmm. I think he wanted more for his hood. I think mm-hmm. he wanted to bring He's people up. Put, he wanted to be the branch. He wanted to be the the vessel. 
Yeah, I I just think he wanted he wanted those A and R positions and wanted freedom, and you don't look, man. You don't get that freedom when you're a fucking superstar, okay? Right. When 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 your image and what you do is the breadwinner for your whole camp, then you have to sit there and do that one thing. You can't stress that enough. Everybody's gonna have to play their part. Sometimes you have to take that. Uh, you have to take that. Um, that sacrifice to. To be able I think to he just stay do true what, to what he wanted to do. do. <laughs> yeah, he just did what he wanted to do. Yeah, dude, I, fuck, dude, I would, I wish I had like, I wish I knew what topics we were gonna stumble upon because I had, I, I want this video of Young Thug in a meeting with uh Leo or and everybody else. Another, another podcast. Um, but there was there was a, a, a an argument that that supports what I'm saying. He was arguing with Leo about it. Um, but yeah, a lot of that was going on in 2016, and then he dropped Jeffrey, and everybody shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Jeffrey shut the Jeffrey shut the whole shit up because they were they were acting like because because as soon as an artist kind of his path slows down and his um and his label uh, and their label starts to disagree and everything like that, everybody always just assumes that the reason is because he keeps putting out trash and the um and his management won't let him put out trash right. because they want a better product. People really think it's that simple. That's not what it is. It's just so much ins and outs of the yeah, game. Yeah. Like there's contracts, negotiations, mm-hmm. like Yeah. He's probably got a lot some. of stuff with future projects that it could be they they want to do a five project deal instead of a two project deal or something. It could be something like that. There could be music. <laughs> that could there could be a body of music and I don't say there could be because if you ever went on the internet and looked for Young Thug leaks you understand that his leak game could be albums on albums of some of a lot of people say better music than he puts out so we're not going to sit here and pretend like that was the reason and you know there is sacrifices you make whenever you decide to put out something that fucking good. I mean, what if it's like an an amazing song, it reaches the top of the charts, but it's not like the type of music that you want to be making and you don't think it furthers the culture and you don't think it, it, it does much for the game, but you know it'll bang. So then... People start asking you for that again, mm. and then you get stuck in that cycle of you have to you deliver that. Same... You don't get to progress because people are asking for that uh, worldwide hit like mm. that you did last time. Hopefully, uh, Roddy Rich don't run into that problem. Um, I don't think he will. I think I think I think we've, with the help of a lot of our uh, A and R's like Gucci and Young Thug and yeah. uh, Jay Z and just a lot of uh, Diddy. Fucking uh, a lot of these people. He just gotta watch who he get. I feel like these newer artists who are blowing up are doing a good job of like watching who they associate themselves with or like who they've been getting their guidance from. Well, the ones and, that and it's because of who who brings you up. Right. You won't tolerate no funny shit if you're if the person who brought you up into this business or into this world like take for example like they stayed on their own too so they ain't about to try to finesse you like because yeah. they'll just be against what they take believe. for example like uh your own dad or somebody uh raises you the way he raises you he raises you correctly 
therefore you know what correct looks like you know what real looks like right. so when the funny shit starts to enter the room it's it's, like, it's ooh, easy to uh, tell it's easy to tell right you don't mean right that's a lot of conversations that you and i have about right. business right i mean it's just like that I, like, dude mm. uh, bro that's why i would never like if you're doing business with somebody and you can't tell off the greet that you could tell off rip yeah, you could tell don't. off rip who you doing business with, bro. Don't first smile. Don't smile at me too. Don't hard. take this for for granted, bro. First impressions will tell a lot about a person. Man. Do not smile at me. If I could see every teeth in your mouth the second I meet you, I didn't say nothing funny. Right. I don't know what, what you, you over, smile. You overly at? laughing. Yeah, I'm not even making jokes yet. Yeah, we, you, I ain't even start joking you yet. You so imagine when at? I start joking, what you gonna die? <laughs> what you? <laughs> you can't open your mouth any bigger. <laughs> gonna start bleeding. I would hate I would hate to see you uh joked out. But uh no like yeah, you could tell. You could tell when somebody's on some phony shit and you shouldn't be doing business with them. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, don't get caught up. You could tell and you could tell when somebody's trying to push a fucking like some sort of agenda that they thought of already on Somebody on ever tried you ever got caught in a bad business deal with somebody? Mm. Or like just a bad like I usually refrain from putting too much into in, too much stock in this into somebody. Right. Um, so not nothing I could really call. Maybe I could think of maybe I could think of one, but yeah, I don't uh, think I, got I mean, nothing I mean, major. in general, just maybe dealing like with dealing stuff. with fake people. Yeah, like you know, I I wouldn't call really weed a business, but whenever I used to sell it, like there was people that you fucked with and people that you yeah. shouldn't, and you'll realize that real quick. Uh, but I mean, you know, it mostly in life. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. People really, you know, you shouldn't really separate business from life because I mean, you really should have a pretty good gauge on who you're dealing with, not really what you're dealing with, mm-hmm. like not what kind of connections they have or how much money they have or. Or what they've done, you know. People really, you know. I don't give a fuck about your accolades. You know, whatever you've accomplished, you could have accomplished it in the dirtiest fucking way. I want to meet you man to man and see what you're about. I think, you know, I think some people don't have good radars for that. So, I rather, I rather have a, a honest, good person that I know has great integrity, bro, and great values. That we have to learn together to do something, to have a very talented person that I can't trust. And a, and a very usually that very talented person that you can't trust will try to guide you and 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 bring you down a path that you think, you know, you you really gotta look when something seems too good. Right. It's like nah, bro, I got it. I got it. I'll take care of it all. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's like Whoa. why? What you, <laughs> what you expect? You just like working. Yeah, you gotta know who you're dealing with. Right. And look, I don't know. Maybe that's something you can't teach. You really can't teach uh, reading a person. You if, can't. If that's just not, something that you learn from experience yeah, over time. You learn from your childhood or whatever. You gotta learn over time. Or maybe some. Sometimes people are born with good intuition, but a lot of times you have to grow and learn from experience. It's, yeah, and it starts at the home, bro. If you fake with your kids, you know what I mean. You got a lion ass parents I don't know yeah like if your dad is a snake you might grow up to be a snake 
and, and not even know it. Like, I, dude, I really think that's think where that's I think that's where a lot of people's conviction comes from. Like the their ability to 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 look a person in the eye and lie. And lie. I think it has a lot to do with they don't even really know that what they're doing is fucked up. Right. Because people are raised wrong. They're so conditioned to to do things like that. Dude, it's you know it's such a it's such a touchy subject to uh to go at somebody's parents or to tell them that they was raised wrong. Like you can't tell nobody that, but you should fucking be able to, because some people were raised wrong, and and they and they have a chance in their adult life to change that. And if everybody's too dude, scared to tell them that they raised wrong, unteach stuff like that, though, bro. But Especially at least, when it's at been least embedded in you since birth, bro. But at least tell them it was wrong and let them figure out why. But, bro, have you ever tried to tell a grown man that something they've been doing for their whole life is wrong? Yeah, you know fucking, how defensive they'll yeah, get? They fucking shoot you. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's really stupid. You should be able to critique every fiber of somebody's being. They'd be like, he I raised really, me correct. He taught me how to be yeah. hard and be a creepers and be this. In a, in a perfect world, in a perfect but, world, you should be able to. You should be able to criticize every fiber of someone's being because I would hope somebody does that for me. If I'm does doing it? something that you think is wrong, I'm open to hear that, bro. Because I want to grow. I yeah. want to learn. Look, and if I disagree with you, all but I got to do is everybody ain't like that. Yeah, and if I disagree with you, I don't have to take your advice. Why the fuck am I going to get so mad about words, bro? If you think I'm wrong and, and I think you ain't shit and you don't have any business telling me this, then I'm just going to not listen to what you said. Right. And don't but, be mad at me when the things that you do have karma and repercussions because you're doing it the wrong way. And I didn't tell you something about it, bro. I'm not about to go out and give you my opinion unless you ask me for it. Honestly, bro. Yeah. Unless you're doing something really, really fucked up, then I'll give it to you. But I ain't, I ain't gonna just go out and give you my opinion for no reason, bro. I don't know. No, I, I mean, I, I do that with, I do that with a lot of people. I really don't have time for it. And, and like I said, like, it, it's never, it's never that easy. I think that's the biggest reason why I don't, why I don't touch on people like that, and I don't, uh, like, dig into people that way, you know, just for no reason. Uh, is because most of the time you get you get dealt with defensiveness. Honestly, like you really should be able to just send somebody a text and be like, I don't think you living right. And that be the text. They don't have to reply to it. Just take it as you see it and maybe change if you don't feel like it. But at least I told you. So I wish I could do that for people most of the time. Hey, I think uh, I think you do. I think you drink alcohol too much. You should be able to just say that them not get defenses with with you and then just, just decide, take that for what it is decide to act on Do that or not. Want to. Yeah. you know because you know there's is a fine line between uh you know uh somebody telling you uh that they just like you should just be able to tell people bro you should just be able to say how you feel to somebody and them not get defensive. That's something. Because low key, you on. getting defensive is you tells me having guilt. Low it tells key. me something, bro. Mm. It's like, why do you want to defend this? Like, if somebody told me, because if you knew it was okay, you wouldn't even flinch when I said it. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. Um, like for example, like I don't know, like I don't, I don't smoke cigarettes. But if somebody caught me smoking a cigarette one day. You know, and and I and I to my and I know that I do not smoke cigarettes ever, and I just you know happen to be smoking one that day for whatever reason, and somebody come up to me and say, uh, 
You're killing yourself. You shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. You're going to fucking die early. I don't... I'm not going to be defensive about that. Because I know for a fact that I don't smoke it every day. And I know for a fact I'm not going to do that. But guess what? If I smoke them every single day and four times a day, blah, 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 and somebody's telling me all that shit, I might get defensive and be and tell them, well, I don't smoke every day. <laughs> you know, you got to exactly. really, because that's what people say. The people that smoke every day, they tell you, oh, I only smoke on holidays or when I'm drinking. They say They'd that shit lying. all the time. <laughs> they be lying. But if I don't, and you telling me I smoke too much, I'm just going to uh, just laugh it off. All right, no, yeah, you don't know yeah. shit. Yeah, you clearly you don't, don't know, know nothing. nothing. Yeah, like yeah. my mom, my mom was like, why are you smoking cigars? You gonna die. You got asthma. You got this and that. I was like, I was like, I was like, you right? I got asthma, but I was like, I don't smoke them that much, and I, I don't know. I moderate myself. Yeah. And and you're right. And I was like, and at the end of the day, yeah. what you're saying is just it's it, true. It sounds true and it sounds correct. Yeah. <laughs> I um, haven't smoked a cigar a couple months now. Yeah. That's what? what I that's what I tell people when I see them doing some shit. I'm like I'm like, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to get in the way of this. But I just want to let you know from one person to another, I think it looks to me like you're doing something wrong. If I'm wrong, I'd, li- I'd love to be, but you look like you're living wrong. So I'm just going to let you know um, straight up like that. And it's your, and it's your decision. Like, that's, that's the problem. Whenever you start to like, try to make someone's decision for them, mm-hmm. that's like, don't throw the cigarettes out the window. Yeah, wait wait for them to do it. Up, yeah. Yeah, bro. Because like I said earlier, bro, if you wanna, if you wanna bash your head against another four hundred pound man's head for for uh, ten years and you know fucking do do all that and whatever consequences come from that, if you wanna do that, you're a grown man. You could do it. Okay. What's the next thing? How much time we got? It. We are hour twenty one in. They probably get. <laughs> it don't tired even feel like it, bro. Yeah, we because we good at this shit, bro. <laughs> we good at this. I mean. Uh, I guess we could just do the rapid fire. I mean, we could we could rapid fire through these two and then go in shade room for about ten minutes. Let's hit it. All right. First thing first, Kanye West running for president, twenty twenty. He has my vote. Sorry. Hey man, if he if he runs independent, which is the only way he can run, um, I mean shit, Harambe ran got a couple votes in twenty sixteen, so. Shit, uh, and Donald Trump got elected in 2016, so, I mean, shit, you know. We might have been better off with Harambe. <laughs> he's, you know he's dead, huh? Yeah. And he's a gorilla? Yeah. I mean, I really think Harambe was trying to save that kid. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Harambe <laughs> was a good person, or gorilla. He was a good person. He was a pretty good gorilla. Yeah. A gorilla can only be so good, but That's what I'm saying, bro. It can only be so good when you get in this cage where it doesn't do expect think, the company. Do you think Harambe was gonna kill that kid? I think Harambe was not gonna kill that kid, but I think Harambe was probably gonna fuck that kid up. On and accident? then walk away. Yeah. I think it was just gonna like hit it once and then like like you know how like they hit it and like run? Like <laughs> Like, cause they be scared. So it's like you in my habitat. Like yeah, this is my home. Like, you know what big, are you doing here? Yeah. Boom, and then run. And then, but the kid would have lived. But it would. But you saw he was holding him by the arm, right? Yeah. And he was dragging the kid. Right. I, I think he would have probably went boom and just like walked, <laughs> like just do like he just, some spaz. He w- shit, I think he would have just grabbed him by the hair. Yeah, like did something like that would have hurt <laughs> him. His ass. I don't think it would have killed him. Man, whatever. Harambe. You think you but think anyway, it would have killed him? No, 
honestly, I I don't think he would have done anything. It looked to me like he was going to try to put him in a safe place <laughs> so that nothing happened to him. Or like try to treat him like the like the baby gorillas or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have this. I don't know. I have like this pessimistic view of nature where I just think nature is just beautiful. So like I just that's what I want to think. But I have no fucking idea, dude. I don't know. Yeah, what I don't know what that I'm thing never, was about to I'm do. I've never but even been I think around. That's just a tough place to be a zookeeper. Like, what do you do? Like, yeah, you got to. Do shoot. you have to? I agree with. I agree with shooting yeah. the gorilla. I'm sorry. You had no choice. Yeah, because I don't, think they really had a I don't think you risk a person's life. I'm sorry. I I think I do think the whole zoo thing is kind of fucked up. Right. Um, for some animals, for most animals, I actually, um. I think the zoo thing is kind of fucked up and we probably shouldn't do that. I think that'll be I think that'll be looked at pretty uh in like 100 years if we make it there. I think we'll look at zoos and be like uh we probably shouldn't be doing this. I think that's going to be one of them things of the past one day. Anyway, Kanye's running for president. Um Kanye would probably give these fucking animals some land or something. Dude, Kanye would buy land for the animals and and then know. Cage him up in it and then fucking. I don't think he'll cage him up. You don't think he would he'll rebrand probably, like, the zoo? Just really let them like live he would, free. He'll make it like a fun place for him. He would rebrand the zoo, bro. But he'll probably put like a wall around to you, where they can't know, get him. You know what you can do? Make a giant piece of land. Right. A, a huge piece of land and for just the have animals, a perimeter. Have them there, and then really, it's not so much a a um, means to keep the animals away from people, but to keep people away from the animals. Right. And then just set up video cameras, fucking 4K great video cameras. Because, dude, I, I am more amazed by National Geographic than I have ever been going to the you zoo. put, like, drones, bro. Little drones with nice-ass cameras in them. They'll f- film them. Bro, the National Geographic videos, like, the, the documentaries it's they so do. so good. <laughs> like, I don't understand how they get that close. Bro, they be getting close, bro. <laughs> And then videos be dope. I think they be using drones. Because I really would rather see an animal in the wild doing what animals do. Rather than in the zoo fucking starving and tired. I have a a picture of a gorilla in my phone. And the sun like just dying. Bro, I have a picture of of a gorilla in my phone um, that I took in like 2015. I went to the zoo, the Audubon Zoo. And... uh, I was taking the picture and I was like so excited to see this gorilla and all it did was make me depressed after I took the picture because I'm looking at the picture and he looks so sad and he's just sitting there looking like so depressed. And they probably feed them like some BS food that's killing like their testosterone and like making them feel horrible. Oh yeah, like the way they do with us. And like sedating them, yeah. I mean they do that shit with us. Why would they not do that with animals? Exactly. Come on now. We really... They really don't see the world for what it is, bro. They don't give a fuck. A dollar will will trump anything. Um, but yeah, while I find this picture, let's talk about uh, Kanye West running for president. Do you think? And, oh, and okay, and look, <laughs> how we get off that? <laughs> because I've been trying to get off it because that's what we were supposed to be. Oh, I forgot about it. Yeah, but, Kanye uh, is running yeah. for president, and let's not. Okay, we. We know how we feel about Trump and everything like that. So let's just talk about it in a vacuum. Do you think Kanye West would make a good president? Not like not saying compared to what we've had or um, in comparison I honestly to this. do, bro. Do you, do you think so? I honestly do. He's a Gemini. I know some Geminis who can't be president. But look at him. 
Look at this fucking gorilla, dude. Damn. He's just like pissed, bro. Damn. This was Show actually. The camera, bro. No, I'm, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the picture on the oh. video. But dude, just like fucking bored as fuck. And the whole like, time, he, like he can't really do what he wants. The whole time I was standing there, and look, I think you can look at a. Like, I think uh, the great apes, like a lot of monkeys and stuff, their faces are similar to ours, so we can see the emotion in the mm -hmm. face way easier than, like, say, a cat or something, mm -hmm. um, just because we relate. But, like, look at that face. That is not a happy face. If we saw a person sitting there acting that exact way... We'll walk up to me and be like, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, we, would think it's, we would think it's horrific. Right. But yeah, I think Kanye would be an RA president, man. Cause I think he's he's got he's got a good amount of influence, especially with young people, man. You know, the old the old fucking politicians have been getting on my last nerve, son. At the at the at the end of the day, we are we are basing policies in everything and we're we're making laws and we're letting people uh govern our uh world. People that were born in the 1930s. Like, and, and we just had a conversation about how you're going to be the person you are by the time you're 10 or 15. Like, and that's still true. And that was true back then, too. So we really, you know, a 1945-ass person, we're going we're gonna to have them govern the world of 2020. I don't, it doesn't sit right with me. Like, nothing, we don't, they don't, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't do well for the, for the largest, most important, uh, demographic in the country, which is the young people. I mean, not, not to say old people don't matter, but I mean, like, let's bring it down to like the, at least have somebody in their 40s. Trump is 70, whatever. Dude, like, Bernie Sanders, seventy I mean, that's a, something. That's a tough one, bro. Because there are some older people who are in touch with like the stuff that's going on. Like Warren Buffett is very in tune with like what's going on right now in the world. But he's in, in his in his own probably way. Probably a bunch of people like him in his own way. You know, I mean, like, like he knows what's going on with technology. He knows what's going on with you know international affairs and stuff. So it's just. It's, it's touchy. I mean, the average 80 or 70 year old wouldn't know, you know, but people who are like, you know, staying in touch with news. And what do you think is the optimal age for a president? I say like, well, 55 would be a perfect I'm age. I'm cool with that. Do you do realize, do you think 70 is ridiculous, though? I think 70 is 70 a little. is kind of old, bro. 70 is pretty. Anything with that much stress or responsibility. With, with that much power, yeah. I just you know seventy is, is getting up there to where you need I to mean, just be slowing down. Bro. I mean, like you get he, you you start off retire at what sixty nine or sixty five? Sixty five is the retirement. Yeah, age, people yeah. retire like, at people 65, almost get forced, so why are you starting something like that at seventy? People almost get forced to retire at sixty five. Right. Like bro, like you can't do the job like you used to. Um. Uh, but yeah, you you start off dumb. You get smarter, you get smarter, you get smarter, then you get wise, and then you get dumb again. I think when you start to get dumb, I think that's around the age of like 
fucking like 75 to 100 like i think you start to actually like deteriorate a little bit mm-hmm. um i don't know man i just it's just so many like everybody in politics is just so whatever i don't want to be like ageist about it but i mean i'm just like what are how why isn't there at least some people who aren't like old like so old like none of the big positions are just held by people. I mean, Obama was what? He was pretty young though, like forty-five, something like that. He was like forty-four, forty-four. Was he forty-four when he was elected? Forty-four. I think so. Okay, let's see. Let's look. How old was Obama when he got elected? Here's what I found. Really, I asked. I asked the simplest question, and she still doesn't give me a fucking answer. POTUS.com who, who We got lists for everybody uh, Where is Where the fuck is um, Obama Oh Barack Obama 47 That's a good age Bill Clinton 46 The youngest is 42 I think Yeah JFK JFK was like 40. JFK was 43, but Roosevelt was 42. Donald Trump is the oldest president ever. I could believe it. He's like 76, right? He's He should be 74 now if oh, he was elected. 74. It's saying he was 70 when he was elected, so he oh. should be 74. That's crazy. 70? Come on. This man is 74, bro. Come in the country. He <laughs> really might really be delusional at this point. It might really be what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you you, you really he, do. He was already off you when really he was younger. Do. And now he's older, and he doesn't give a fuck even more because he's old. Yeah, so old, it's old like, people, they're at, the end of, they're at the end of the road. And when you're at the end of the road, your risks, your risk-taking is very, um, you really don't give a fuck, right? Like, there is no risk for you. What like the next five years of your life is gonna suck if you if you lose out on this risk? You, you already lived your entire life. You don't have like much to look forward to. Um, obviously, you know, not being mean to old people or whatever. Not that they're listening to this, but uh, you know, you, your risk taking is is way. Uh, it's just general, just how people work. Like you, you take lower risks when you're like. 50 or like something like that because you have a whole 50 years ahead of you you don't want to fuck the world up for the next 50 years of your life you know but if if you about to if you on death's door you're gonna do whatever the fuck you want and you see that at every at every walmart and mcdonald's in the world is old people be acting up bro go to a nursing home <laughs> and a 77 year old dude bro. nursing homes bro Let's see what the hell they gonna say one to day i wish i wish i had the I wish I was forced to do some volunteer work to go to a nursing home, bro, because that, some of that shit is just but so like, funny, bro. Every once in a while, they're going to tell you, like, some shit that you think is, like, a joke, but, like, it really be, like, some wise ass shit that you mm-hmm. can really take from, yeah. you know? That's the that's the duality of an old person. They're crazy and wise at the same time. Mm-hmm. Gotta love them. Because they're looking through a whole different lens at that point. Reality ain't even the same. I wonder what, who I'm going to be at 70. I 
feel like I'm gonna be crazy. I can't even talk shit, bro. I'm gonna be. He I'm not I'm gonna, gonna give a fuck, bro. Oh no, I know I ain't gonna give a fuck. I'm I don't give a fuck now. So fuck. I know, right? What are we gonna do <laughs> if we make it there? They might have to fucking give me some crazy meds. <laughs> bro. I'm like, take your pills, Mister Woodside. My like, pills. Fuck them pills. <laughs> Where my sons? Where my kids? Where my daughter? What kind of pills is these? Not the ones I want. My handmade earrings finally started. But nah. Dude. What else we got on here? We got, oh yeah, the five-star college basketball recruit commits to Howard University over UCLA. If we can get every five-star African-American recruit to go to a HBCU, you know how lit, you know how lit Ooh, you know how lit that would be, boy? I mean, I the mean, schools would actually have money going to them, bro. Yeah. People would stop w- watching D1 schools play basketball, bro. Low key. Yeah, probably. They'll just be watching HBCU ball because that would be the best basketball. I, I I just think it's about time that... Uh, I really just think it's about time we tear down the fucking... Uh, the facade that is... All of the big universities. I mean, that might have been true back in the day, though, because that was the only people who was getting on TV. But now, all of these teams can be on TV. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why. That's why it's time for it. Because, right. because, uh, dude, it doesn't like at the end of the day. I don't know. Like they really they groom kids from the very beginning. I was watching, I was watching TV shows whenever I was young that told me. Like just like cartoons and shit that told me Yale and Harvard and um, I don't know fucking whatever else were the schools to go to and if you don't go to a, a college that is that then you're not going to like I guess you're not going to a real college or something like that and you have nothing to be proud of um, the curriculum's the same throughout all of them um, the name the name means nothing honestly stay away from the bigger schools because. They're so infiltrated and funded by government that you don't know why they're teaching you what they're teaching you. I mean, fucking, there's so much. I'm not even going to get into the conspiratorial side of things where we know that profe- that Harvard professors have been doing dirty shit in relation with uh, other countries and the government for a very Especially long time. Especially like with those testing results and stuff like that. Like when they do like those... No independent studies. Oh, yeah. And they do those results. Dude, Kellogg's, those results are fake. Yeah, Kellogg's will go to Harvard. They're both big, big businesses and say, hey, you fund this study that says our yeah. cereal is the best. We just need you to have it say this. Yeah, because or you're we'll Harvard. Give you all this much grant money. Because you're Harvard. Yep. Yep. So, fuck that shit. You, you've given too much power to these big um, fucking, uh, fucking uh, universities. And... You know, like, you know, go go to the HBCU, go to the local college, go to wherever fits you the best, bro. Because I promise you, if you a five star recruit and we know about you now, we're not going to forget about you next year. You're uh-huh. still going to be on camera because you're still the best player. Yeah, because everybody, nobody's fighting for camera time. Everybody <laughs> has a camera. Everybody's exactly. shit is getting aired. If you're the best player in the country, we know about 14 year olds in high school dunking on people. So you think we're going to just forget about you? And then, and then, with your name attached to a university that that brings you in, 
uh, because they care about you, because they want you to succeed. It's a symbiotic relationship because you're going to have that stamp of that college that that you brought from out the dirt. Because some colleges are not funded well. Exactly. A lot of colleges are not funded well. And they're trying their and fucking because best. because they have nothing attracting anything it, it's, to the it's university. The, it's the cycle. It's the cycle of of conditioning to... to choose certain uh universities over others because of status um and then the other colleges that are trying to make it get left in the dirt you know support small colleges support support small businesses support black colleges support black businesses i mean how else how else do you topple the fucking the power structure that is the biggest issue in the country dude the education is the way that we can and guess transform what? this whole situation. And, and look, you're not gonna go to the top of uh, the, the head of fucking Harvard University and uh, tell them to change their ways. You're not gonna you're not. do it. Um, the best way to they have to, the upper hand right now. The best way to take down giant corporations and everything is just to support the small ones. And it's gonna be a progressive. That, it's gonna be a steadily. And it's not gonna happen tomorrow. It's gonna take time. It's not gonna happen tomorrow. But be the no. part. Be part of history that changed. Right. That that made it. it like, is, this what is it a is. big bro. What this is. is a big first step, bro. Yeah. Having a five star recruit go to Howard. I mean, I don't even think that's a D one. That's not even a D one school. What's I don't it? think. Is it a D one school? I think it's it's probably like in like a low conference though. Let me did, see. He, did he speak on it? Does he have any like? Let me see. Any interview where he like said exactly it's, why it's he's doing he, it? I'm pretty sure we know why, but it is. It is okay. I was tripping. Yeah, Howard is is D one. They in the Mid Eastern Atlantic Conference. But it still says a lot. Still says a lot. They play with FAMU. He could have played anywhere. Yeah, they play with Savannah State, Morgan State, Norfolk. Yeah, they played a bunch of other HBCUs. That's going to be good, bro. That's going to be good. Does he have any statements? Um, I ain't seen no video, bro. Hmm. Well, it's, it's good real. either way. I'm pretty sure we know why he did it. We don't really have to dive too deep yeah, into it. Yeah, I mean, we know what's going on. Just round of applause for the man. He said, I was the first to announce my visit to Howard, and others started to dream, what if? I need to make it to HBCU movement, and others will follow. I hope I inspire guys like Mikey Williams, that's that 14-year-old that's uh, really fire, to join me in his journey. I'm committing to Howard U with Coach Kenny. Great. And and uh, he said he said it right there. He's inspiring more people. I mean, it's not like he got the best deal or whatever. He, I don't care what deal he got. Um, he knows that what he's doing is inspiring more people ride. to do the same. It's the best deal you can get. Yeah, I mean, he's probably gonna get a he's gonna get a full ride anywhere. But um, yeah, so that's why it's not a. We know that that's not why he's that's doing. Great, it. Bro. Let's fucking do this. Nah, man, I'm, I'm good. We're good. Are y'all good? Listeners, y'all good? Shit. Y'all good? I think y'all straight. Shit, I mean, we gave y'all That sound hour. good. It sound like y'all ain't saying y'all hour straight. 45. Really? Right. I had a good one. You had some good topics in there, too. 
Yeah, let's let's chew for the rest for the rest of the time. I don't think I could eat this one. Ooh, that's a good one, bro. I got a kernel. All right. Episode 13 of the Joe Central Podcast is officially over. Thank you all for listening. As always, later. Bye. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Staying right in. <laughs>